Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to another episode of Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. I'm Sarah Armour. And I'm Molly Molshine. And, and we are coming to you in super soothing voices today because we saw your review and we want to serve you, the people, to our highest ability. And I'm sorry I've been screaming. Yes, Sarah's been screaming. She also doesn't have a mic. That's the issue. And I was supposed, I was, I'm the failure here. I was supposed to ask friend of the pod, Sam Rhodes, about what mic we should get. And I forgot. I just forgot. It's okay. There's no failures. It's all about learning. It's all about growing. And I, I guess for anybody that doesn't like check our reviews regularly, the last review we got, thank you so much for reviewing. It's about the numbers. So we appreciate it. But they actually asked Molly to ask me to stop screaming into my mic. Not only do I acknowledge that I am screaming, but it's sort of just how Jews talk, but also I don't have a mic. She doesn't have a mic. Sorry, everyone. She doesn't have a mic. So hey. speaking of friend of the pod, Sam, we released our album today. Oh yes. Congratulations. Thank you. So the album is called The Best of Kaycock and it's out on Drift Loud Records. You can order it in vinyl. Oh. Uh, yeah, Jeez. you actually... You actually can order it on vinyl and it's on Spotify and Apple Music. And our little collective that we release it under is called The Junior Misses. Love. We have a bunch of characters. It's mostly sketch comedy. There's also a song on it called I'm a Horse Girl Bitch. This is Molly's big debut, you guys. It is actually a banger. It's a real jam. Thank you. I'm really hoping that we can get some virality out of I'm a Horse Girl Bitch. I've been passionate about Send it to Kendall. Send it to Kendall. I know. I need to send it to Kendall, even though she's my mortal enemy. I've been passionate about Horse Girls since uh, the first time I met one, which was third grade. You know, I was going to ask you, like, well, yeah, what is your inspo? Like, I don't, I, you know, I have a lot of thoughts, but I never have thought I'm going to make a Horse Girl song. So, like, what, what was the, yeah, tell me about third grade Horse Girl and how this now in your 30s has come into fruition. Yeah, so I've always recognized the horse girl as a phenotype, and I have both feared and disliked and admired the horse girl. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Very the, thin calves. Yeah, thin calves. They, the thing about the horse girl is that they beat to a different drum that no one else is beating to. and like, beat to a gallop. They beat to a gallop. Yes. That's, that's my gallop. Right. And they are so single-minded in their pursuit of always being around the horse. It's not for me to speculate whether it's because the horse is making them orgasm, which is something that has been put to me before. I never thought of that. I just thought they really liked animals. Wait. Yeah, that's- That's the, a thing. I, this makes you want to go horseback riding. That's what they say. Like, you know how 
they say when you lose your virginity, it breaks your hymen. A lot of people, their hymen doesn't break, myself included. I never had anything break. Um, and they say that some reasons why that might happen is riding a bike or riding a horse. Whoa. I also never had an orgasm on a bike. No, no. Definitely like every shower I've ever been in. <laughs> Jet tub, 100%. But no, never doing athletics. You were a gymnast, which we'll get into. Oh, it certainly was. It certainly was. It was short lived, but I did have a I, I did have a Simone Biles moment myself, which I'll tell you guys about. Yeah, we'll get into it. I think that your hymen probably broke when you were gymnasting. And I actually feel that I remember the exact moment, and I will tell you the story when we get to Simone. Okay, cool. Wow, we mm -hmm. love it. We love devastating. To yeah, very upsetting, but a good story. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect, amazing. Okay, mm -hmm. so I have this song, Horse Girl. I'm gonna play play a little snippet right here. And then I'm going to play the full length of the song at the end. And because I'm a Capricorn, I have to say there is Horse Girl merch available on our Etsy and our Shopify. So, okay, here's Horse Girl. I'm a horse girl. Bitch. Some girls like boys, some girls like Barbie. Show me a pony, I'll show you a party. Party in the pasture, party in the barn. Hey, hey it's for horses. Hey, it's for cows. You're not into ponies? Shut your mouth. You like equine arts? Then we should pal up. I'll chase you around the schoolyard at a gallop. I'm a horse girl, bitch. Thinking about, thinking about my horse. Thinking about, thinking about my horse. Riding on, riding on my horse. Thinking about, thinking about that horse. Jumpers and a light blue blouse. There's some horse girls what? in this house. Molly, oh, I, I don't even want it to end. I don't even want it to end. Hey, one, the one thing I want to say about Horse Girl, you know, you've been posting today. I'm shocked that there is a Horse Girl Summer emoji on Instagram. Yeah, the gift, the Horse Girl Summer gift. It truly, it's a real thing. It's Horse Girl Summer. Uh, uh, doesn't it get stuck in your head? I love it. I'm going to keep it on myself for another couple minutes as we transition into the Leo, the Leo season convo because that is what a Leo would do. Yes. So we're going to talk about J-Lo and Ben Affleck because they literally celebrated Leo season by being the biggest Leos that ever Leoed. Beyond. What I want to say first, and I'm going to talk about this at the Moonual. Moon When's the next Moonual? Yes. Eight, 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 Lionsgate. August 8th. So Link in bio with the Moonual or in the show notes. So at the next Moonual, my, my material is going to be about having my Lilith in Leo, which is something that I've been looking into a lot. Whoa, I love that idea. I'm going to go fully into this at the Moonual, but having your Lilith and Leo, I've said this on this podcast a million times that I'm jealous of Leos for getting all the attention. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's literally because my Lilith is in Leo. So 100%. people with Lilith and Leo have a very complicated, complicated relationship with fame. I'm just going to read out a few of those people for you. Yes. Barack Obama. Oh. Marilyn Monroe. Oh. JFK. Wow. Rihanna, J-Lo, wow. George Clooney, wow. Sharon wow. Tate, literally killed for being famous. Yee. Heath Ledger. Ooh. A lot of people who died early, partially due to their fame, have Lilith in Leo. JFK. Whoa. Marilyn well, and Monroe like and JFK both have Lilith in Leo. Well, and then it's also like their love affair was so Lilith and Leo because it's like, you know, it was like forbidden, but so passionate. And they're both the biggest stars. And they're the right. hottest. Couldn't help themselves. Brigitte Bardot, Jim Carrey, Whoa. Queen Elizabeth II, Jim Morrison. The amount of people who died early, like Pablo Picasso was Lilith and Leo. Aaliyah, 
River Phoenix. Whoa. And the coup de grace of Lilith and Leo, the United States Declaration of Independence has Lilith in Leo. Whoa, Molly, good research. You can learn about all of this at At the Moodle. Joan of Arc also. Oh, such a Lilith Leo. All these women that are like, I, everybody on the list almost like has like a cause to die. It's like they will they will die for their passion. It's like they're they're sort of like Joan of Arc. Maybe you should have just. What if she just had said, "I want to sing. I want to be an actor." Like you didn't have to do a crusade, you know? Like there's right, so you much. Do, like, you want to do drag? Just do drag. You didn't have to go drag. to war about it. No, weren't that anyway, tall? That's anyway. the, oh Harvey Weinstein, Lilith and Leo. Well, okay, and well there you go. Right, he's like. He's like abusing women via the entertainment industry. Right. He has an abusive relationship with fame. This is what all wow. people have. Right. Abusive relationship with fame is so right. Oh my God. I got another one. Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Lilith and Leo, Jeffrey oh Epstein. Women Friend of the pod, Jeffrey Epstein. The men. Friend of the podcast, Jeff Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew Perry, a lot of drug overdoses and a lot of abusive people and a lot of people who were abused. Wow. Yeah, to be like child abusers or to be like, you know, abusive of performative women for power so that you could stay on top, very Lilith and Leo. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. This is very, very informative already. Yeah, so that's that on Lilith and Leo. You're gonna have to come to the for more though. August 8th. Go to at the moon on Instagram to get your tickets. It's right in the bio. It's right in the bio. Let's get into the Leo sun. Let's get into yes. the bright, sunny, fun Leo, not the depressing OD, my future in the fucking, you know, where I'm headed. I am only worthy if I'm famous kind of vibe. Right. So we're getting into the Leo suns and the two Leo suns who made the biggest splash this week, they truly timed... This drop with the beginning of Leo season is Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Sarah, tell us about these two Leo psychos and what they've been doing this week. I want to say, I I think there's way more fate involved here than your little PR brain wants to admit, okay? Yeah, horse girl, researcher, Lilith and Leo, and PR mastermind. Molly Malshine believes, and I want to speak for you, but if I'm correct, you believe that Ben and Jen are, are, are fraudulent. They're doing it all for press. And I oh, don't I think, think they, so. I think more people than we think in Hollywood are doing it half for press, half legit, because I think every relationship is a little bit of a math problem where you're figuring out how is this benefiting me? How is it not? They both know it's benefiting them, but I do think they're both into each other. Probably because- They both know it's- Because they're both Leos. Well, and they both know it's benefiting them. they really connect way more than we understand and way more than they understand to be honest so like here's the thing the news peg is them on the yacht in San Tropez this weekend for her birthday and they're they're literally recreating the Jenny from the block video shot by shot you can't convince me because someone pointed out and I can't remember who it was that pointed it out so if you're more interested in this conspiracy theory google it Someone pointed out that they have recreated via the paparazzi like five or six shots from that video so far. So also apparently the 20 year anniversary of Jenny from the block is coming up. So 
people think that they are actually like reshooting the video. So it, it actually is possible that they're doing this as a giant, very involved stunt. But I also think because they're both Leos, that does not preclude them from also being into each other. That's the thing that you always say about them. Like they live for, they get each other at a base level and they live for the publicity stunt. They both do. We've seen Ben call the paparazzi on himself again and again and again and again. What people need to understand is unless a celebrity is in absolute crisis mode, like Monica Lewinsky during the Bill Clinton scandal and Britney Spears during her breakdown, unless it's that level of a crisis, if they're getting shot by the paparazzi every day, that's intentional, you know? So like over quarantine, walking in slow motion with Ana de Armas every day and getting papped, that was, he was calling them. You're like, they knew what, he knew what he was doing. And well, see, okay, so many things to say. You know, also in in Saint-Tropez was A-Rod and his birthday was yesterday. And I'm looking at his chart as well. And here's why ultimately Jen and Ben are better. A-Rod is a Leo too, but his Mercury's in Cancer. So he's a sensitive little bitch. Oh, I feel bad. I do feel (laughs) bad. He looked like an idiot. He was like yachting around, basically following them, but he's surrounded by like midlife crisis influencers. It was... (sighs) Buy my makeup. Like, okay, I think not. Like, he's the one having makeup. He's the one having the midlife crisis. And he's like, absolutely. He's like, oh, like, if I just get influencers on the yacht, I'll look way cooler than her. And it's like, dude, no. Like, everyone in the world is rooting. Like, half the people don't even believe that Benefer 2.0 is real, but they're still rooting for it. Like, you're not going to win, A Rod. You're just not going to win. No chance. No chance. And also because, like, look, from what I understand about Jen, which is very little, I'm speculating and nothing more, and I'm looking at a chart, she is a deeply loyal person. Like, I don't think that J-Lo would have left him high and dry for nothing. And he's done enough in our cultural, you know, history books to say that this guy, either way, sort of a cheater, you know, whether it's in sports or in girls, this guy cheats. And I think, you know, for a minute she probably thought, but I changed him, like not for me, because I'm the, the match for him. But actually, he isn't, I don't think, I think he's more insecure than we even like realize. You know, I, I think he's really insecure. And I think he A Rod. Yeah, I think A Rod really actually is Leo, but like none of his other chart is in Leo. A lot of his chart, I think he's like sort of using the Leo son and like overcompensating for a lot of insecurity. Whereas when I look at both Ben and Jen's chart, they are hardcore. They're like warriors. Like not only is Leo like, like fight for your love, like fight for expression, like loyal, proud, right? So then, but then that Scorpio moon, Scorpio moon, I, I always say that people on Scorpio moons, like you are back from past life, either to like get your alimony or to get back together. So I think that this is a real past life relationship I think it's beyond them. I think it's past life. And what's interesting is their North node of this relationship is in the sixth house, meaning every day. And it's an Aquarius broadcast. So they really kind of are. Oh my God. To broadcast and be together on a daily basis for the world. Wow. That's amazing. The other thing that A-Rod is not getting is that like he, and this sucks, but he's so past his prime 
Like his, he's retired and he's not doing anything and that's fine. He doesn't need to do anything else, but like, don't then like put yourself, set yourself up to be compared to the hottest 50 year old in the world who is just getting hotter and hotter. Truly. Like, oh my God. All no, of those, those, that photo shoot. I mean, so hot, so hot. She looks amazing. And I just love her body type because like she, you can tell it's from like, yes, she's genetically blessed, but also a lot of it is like working out and living healthy. The other totally. thing that pisses me off is when she says that like her skincare is olive oil. Like, no, also she doesn't drink. Her and Kim Kardashian are two people who look incredible and it's because they don't drink. That's why their skin looks so good. But I forget. Oh, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I know. I'm still drinking. So all of the like fashion and like fashion nostalgia Instagram accounts I follow have been posting these throwback photos of Ben and Jen. And she, he looks kind of exactly the same. And she looks 20 times better at age 50 than she did at age 30. It's- There's hope, there's hope. I know, and it also proves my thesis, which really is that like being hot is a state of mind and like you actually can train yourself into being hotter without making any adjustments. Cause she hasn't had, I don't think she has had plastic surgery. I think she has the best- No, she looks the same. She looks the same. Like her features have not changed. She just has like the best laser treatments money can buy and the best gyms money can buy. And not plastic surgery though, that's like just- self-care for, you know, if you can afford Right. But so, yeah, it's crazy to see how she looks even better now than she did the first time they dated. So like A-Rod's issue with Scorpio intimacy, can you explain that? Yeah, like J-Lo, and we can see it from the way that she does relationship, right? She goes all in. The minute that she and Ben reconnected, she was all in. J-Lo and A-Rod were in business together. J-Lo and Mark Anthony had children together. Jen and Ben the first time were in a movie together and then she just like divorced her husband because she's like, I'm all in. Scorpio is all in. So if you have Scorpio in your chart, even if it's like, like I, I happen to date a lot of men that either have Venus or Mars in Scorpio, which like on the one hand I love because it's like very passionate. It's like very in there. On the other hand, you know, it can bring up issues of like jealousy or issues of um, fear around getting too intimate because they're like, if I do, I'm going to then like attack you if we break up or I'm going to like Scorpio men of any kind and women really want to be in there. They want to share everything. There's, there's a boundarylessness to Scorpio, not with the world. You're actually completely boundary to the world, but within the union, you are one. And then it's like us against the world, right? It's the behind closed door sign. So A-Rod, J-Lo and Ben are very naturally looking for performance, passion, and meld. That's why I told you, Ben didn't want to get married more than once. That was his big fear. That's why he created it, right? But, but he just wanted marriage. Okay, so so Ben and Jen have both been unable to really keep a relationship going for the long haul. Do you chalk this up despite their Scorpio moon, which wants that? I'm going to say already yes, but keep going. Already yes. So so do you chalk that up to just them being celebrities? Because my theory- Oh no, already no. That's why I'm not betting it. Okay, so- So do you, is it because of them being famous and having a million options or is it something in their charts? No, the reason they have not had relationships that have worked out is because they broke up the first time. They would have worked out. They would have worked out. If you hear her on record over the years, she and Ben talked to and about each other like that was the one. The biggest story this week 
has been Simone Biles. And I oh, yeah. have been dying to know her sign. Well, I, I know her sign. I've been dying to know her chart. Ever since she started wearing the rhinestone goat on her leotard a few months ago, I was like, oh my God, is she a Capricorn? Because obviously she meant goat as in goat greatest of all time. She's not a Capricorn. And then no. I was like, something hopefully will happen where we have to find out. So, so Sarah, you're going to tell us her chart. Should I, I, I'll explain what happened just for anyone who, who doesn't know. Yeah. Okay. So this week, earlier this week, um, was the women's group final for gymnastics in the Olympics. Simone Biles, of course, is the most decorated living gymnast. I'm pretty sure she is the reason why she goes by the greatest of all time is because she's got like more gold medals and more world titles than anyone else. So she's the de facto leader of this team right now. And all the other girls are a lot younger. She's been in the Olympics a couple times. She's the de facto leader of this team. She is, as Sarah pointed out to me when we were talking earlier this week, the last of the girls who spoke out and testified against Larry Nasser to still be in the Olympics, which is an- It was in Rio. The other ones were in Rio. Okay, bye. Rio. Oh my God. How could we forget? Oh my God. Okay, so- so she, I was watching actually live while this happened. Since I'm in London, I'm, it's luckily- no, a lot We have full news coverage here at Space Track. Yes, a lot of the stuff lines up. 24 hours news cycle. So I was watching it because I love gymnastics. It's like the best, cutest sport. Oh my God, I just love it. And <laughs> so Simone did her vault routine and she didn't really stick the landing and she looked very stressed out. And then she walked out of the arena and the announcers. So I'm watching the British coverage. So it's like, it appears Simone Biles has walked out of the <laughs> arena. We're not sure if she'll be coming back or not. <laughs> and, oh, she may be injured. It could be her ankle. So nobody knew what was going on for like hours. She walked back in. She had her backpack. She had her sweatsuit. Turns out she withdrew from the group competition. So of course, this sort of set a frenzy in motion. It, it was later revealed that it was due to mental health reasons. I have to admit that watching live while it was happening, hearing them say she's withdrawn from the group final, she'll still compete in the individual, blah, 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 blah. I forgot about the Larry Nasser thing. I forgot about all of that. And I just said, oh, she just doesn't want to miss out on a gold because the whole team, by the way, apparently, according to what I, I mean, obviously I think they are all doing incredible, but according to things I've read, the whole team was kind of not performing up to their full potential. So I was thinking she sees the writing on the wall. She sees they're not going to get gold. She's got an ankle injury already she's she's withdrawing so that she can save her strength for the individual but then i remembered all that other crap the larry nasser shit and how fucking awful and insane that was and i remembered that i was raised by boomers like love them but they're yeah. boomers so i am raised with that mindset 1996 how very how very mature of you molly Thank you. The 1996 Olympics, Carrie Strug performing on a broken ankle. We Unacceptable. Was, that was normalized to us. That totally. was, she's doing what she had to do for her country. And now, no, fuck that. And like, I have to de-brainwash myself to say, yeah. no, you don't need to sacrifice your mind and your body to this greater cause. Like, 
you made it this far. You're allowed to say at any point, I revoke consent for like right. doing this. So I hundred percent my own, my own learning this week of watching that happen and just the way that I reacted. So, you know, well, that's, Molly, my, I, that's I, my mea so culpa. I want to say, give up for Molly. Horse girl, researcher, merch maker, and evolving woman right before our eyes on the Space Trash podcast. That is so mature. Now, here's the thing. I, you know, woke up after, didn't really know what was going on, started looking into it. But I, for me, you know, I Okay, love- that's merch for you, Sarah. I woke up after. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up after everything. <laughs> after everyone in every time zone. I'm on like a West Coast time zone and still sleep late, but I'm in the East Coast. <laughs> you have never woken up before anything that it, it even ever Ever, happened. ever. I, wait, I, I, I talk to the moon at night, you guys. I gotta, I gotta wait for the moon. Yeah. My girl. But- I got to get in the shot when I do IG lives and thing. So if the moon rises earlier, I might go to bed earlier, but otherwise I'm waiting there for 11 o'clock. So I can do my IG live. Oh, that's but, um, It's not the drinking. It's not the, it, it's, well, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's easier to drink if it's later too. There's like sort of killing all the birds and the brain cells with one stone, you know, it's set but, design. That's what it is. It's just, right. It's just smart. Yeah. I'm just working smarter, not harder model. <laughs> <laughs> my first thought was Larry Nasser because I noticed that she had put out that statement a few weeks ago that was like, I feel it's my responsibility uh, to maintain safety procedures for the other athletes. I'm the only one left who had to go through what I had to go through, right? I mean, she didn't even know she had been sexually abused. It's like, oh my God, right? Like, talk about way you were raised, boomer. Have a way you were raised like a predator, okay? Yikes, yikes. So she's the GOAT in more ways than one. But now when I looked at the astrology, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And when I looked at it from the gymnastic perspective and I watched the tumble, here's what I will say. So what actually happened was- So wait, um, tell us, Sarah, about your gymnastics background. We need to understand this. Well, I was a gymnast. And, um, you know, at a certain point when I- decided I was not going to work hard and I was just going to just forgo upper body strength and I couldn't do the bars. My career was, was over, but I was very good at beam. I was very good at the floor. I'm a performer, you know, and I have good balance, very flexible. But one day I was in the fifth grade and it was the big, it was the big like showcase. And I was doing, I think in the story I say back handspring, I think it might've even been a back walkover. I don't even think it was that impressive, but the whole school was watching. I was class president leading the play. Like I was like, mayor of montclair right like i was famous bmoc and big time and i my foot slipped and i crotched the beam in the fifth grade with the whole school watching everyone was like oh and i was just like oh my god and i believe my hymen broke at that moment and (laughs) i had a horrible thing and i waited a really long time because i was in an enormous amount of pain but capricorn moon i would never like cry or be injured in public that's why the gymnast in me was like bang in there so i waited until my pussy stopped throbbing and then you know what i did i fucking got up on the beam and i oh and i stood there i stood there in my pose i just did the pose for my i stood there and presented and i let them clap for me for like 15 minutes jesus (laughs) on the cross sarah oh yeah sacrificing my soul for you people entertainment comedy this is how it started so you think that that is when your hymen broke yeah i mean it was it was a traumatic injury did anything like bleed yeah i like some bleeding and that's pretty painful shit that was a hymen i don't even know if i believe in the hymen tbh 
Yeah, and I don't even know if it was like that. I don't know if it was my hymen that was bleeding. I know that I, I, I fell from above and my vagina landed on the beam. And then I was hum- deeply humiliated and bruised and didn't get up for 15 minutes and then stood in position, letting them clap for me, posing, presenting for 15 minutes. And it that is been- also how my comedy career got started. <laughs> right. It could have been rug burn. But here's what I'm going to say about Simone. The actual physicality of what happened is very dangerous because it's if you- called lose- the twisties. It's the twisties. The twisties. The twisties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she twisties. So, so your mind and your body disconnect, which actually puts you in a really dangerous position because then you're just, it's literally like, I mean, they're putting themselves at such high risk anyway. So she actually, it's less than her being, I, the first thing I thought was like, oh, the ego, her ego's bruised. But now looking at this chart, I'll tell you what happened. But, but really now I'm like, oh no, she was panicking. She was, she was scared. When she walked out, when she walked out of the arena, she was like, holy fucking shit, what just happened? I didn't, I wasn't in my body when I was flying midair and I could have died. Hey, now here's the really interesting thing. Wait, can I so say no one, one thing real quick, uh, just on the, on the Carrie Strug tip. So yes, yes. like I mentioned, Carrie Strug was the one we all, all millennials have this burned into our memory of her doing the vault with a broken ankle and hopping off stage. So the coach, Bella Caroli, who is Bella. Caroli, Caroli Ranch, which is where all of the girls were abused. That's mm. literally fucking named after this. That guy. like kills me. Like Dominique Bocciano was like my number one idol. And like, I read the Caroli's books. I like wanted to go there so bad. Yeah. So that's where they all got abused by Larry mm. Nasser. So if Saved. someone posted the video after Carrie Strug stuck the landing and everyone's going wild and they, they help her limp off, they hand her to Larry Nasser. Oh my God. I know. Oh my God. He's in the <gasps> photo. She is literally being handed to him. It made me. Oh my God. Wow. Wow. We owe her my big apology. This is why I, 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 it it made me think that I was a complete fucking asshole for forgetting about the Larry Nasser thing. I completely forgot that Simone was even involved in that. It could have triggered something in her knowing that she was injured, knowing that her ankle's been acting up. Yes. Yes. is when they would send you to Larry Nasser, and yep. that is when he yep. was being abused. So, like, and she was with these five girls in Tokyo who actually can't relate to her, unless we get we get a lot of unless there are news reports of other fingering doctors in the industry, which I would hope that they wiped out after this. Although the Catholics, no offense, you've really kept a lot of the pedos going, but it's like, all know, right, we shifted them around. But that's what they did with Larry, though. They kept shifting him around. I know it's, it's fucking terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. But it's like she's it's terrible. She, why do we have such a hard time? Because the system fuck? has not been created by women for women. That's why. Now, and the smaller the dick and the bigger the bank account, the more abuse for the men. Here's the other epiphany that I had when I was thinking about this: is one of my shitty thoughts, one of my shitty past life thoughts was, well, what? Can everybody just claim mental health and then the world right. won't work? And it's like, yeah. Yeah. What we can. Sh- like 100%. the world is yeah. really fucked up and it's yeah. fucking yeah. all of us up. Yeah. Like, well, it's funny. Like, I feel that way. Like, I we should all back- be able to claim mental health because well, well, like, none of us have actually everybody, everyone that's been claiming that they have mental health issues in fact, are probably more normal than everybody that's been getting along just fine because the system it has created a world in which, like, that's why I have forgiveness for Jamie Lynn. That's why I have, you know, it's like, 
when you're raised in an abusive system and you do well, it's hard to come to terms with the abuse, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, even Simone, when you read Simone's story about Larry Nasser, when she first heard what was going on, she had to call people and say, hey, do you think I've been sexually abused? And she had to, she had to tell her story over and over until she was like, whoa. So there was so much going on for her. She's, she's in Tokyo with four girls who are younger. They look up to her, but none of them understand what she's been through. None of them understand what she's going through. And she's this like decorated greatest of all time. There's probably a part of her that's like, why am I here? Like, why do you have to keep doing it? You know, like, like, aren't you, like, they must be so tired and so in so much pain. I mean, what they're doing to their bodies on the reg is frightening. It's, no, when I realized how much work gymnastic was, I was like, you can count me out. Balance is great, flexible as fuck, but I am. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Not going to kill. I'm not going to rip my hands every day to wear a bikini in front of you and just fucking swing. Like, I'm just, this is humiliating. How do they not have razor burn ever? Could it be that they all have laser? I used to get yeah, bikini waxes, probably. but like I used to get waxes and I would have the most nuclear ingrown hairs. Like it was- the same actually. Right? It was so much worse than she, cause when you shave, you get the little tiny red bumps. And when you wax, you get these fucking warheads. Yeah, I wonder what they're doing. We should look into that. If anybody knows what the gymnasts are doing to keep their hairs not going down there and looking so smooth. Maybe it's makeup. Maybe they're using A-Rod's man makeup on their coochies. Also, but like, they're like 14. So are they really putting 14-year-olds through laser removal? That would be actually horrific. when When you do gymnastics at that competitive of a level, I mean, one of the big dangers of it is that like people will have um, delayed periods, people basically mm. delay puberty. That's, that's part of why they're also little. They don't, they don't get taller because they're, they're fucking with their the sort of natural muscular growth of somebody that wasn't training like an Olympic athlete from the time they were five years old. Are so they a lot lifting of them, weights to build those muscles or are they just getting that muscular no. through the repetition of the gymnastic movements? The repetition. I mean, I don't know what Olympic training is, but the whole sport is based on your own personal strength. You're either pulling yourself up or launching yourself off. There's really no, it's all about repetition and, and pain and like holding things. You think planking for one minute's hard? Plank for five minutes. Like these girls are killing their bodies to become the best physical specimen. And they're young. I don't think that they're like doping or like using steroids. I think they are really building, but then what happens that, you know, so there are, um, there are reports of like delayed puberty or delayed, like, I'm not sure how much 
hair and look at their arms. I mean, these are kind of young. They all have a very young, aside from the fact they have the bodies of, you know, built bodybuilders. They're, they're tiny. If someone told me it could delay your puberty, I would have fucking got into it, man. I was out. See, when I heard that, I was like, no way. Bring on the boobs. Bring on the boys. I'm done when with this. When did you get your period? When I was 13, 14. Yeah. I was like, I, right around when I was quitting gymnastics is when I got my period. I, got, I was 12. It was young, awful. It was young. And my mom says to me, you're a woman now. No wonder I fucking <laughs> gave someone a blowjob six months later. <laughs> You're a woman now. It's so funny. I think my mother was just like, yay, let's celebrate. Yeah, you know, don't make a thing. She didn't but, say uh, you're a woman now. That's good. No, I think I, I, um, I've always been sort of a woman mm-hmm. and also not. I'm still sort of a, an 18 year old boy as we sit here today. So I do feel that I defy gender in that way, but I definitely got a period and it was like celebratory, you know? Yeah, that's good. But I don't know if a woman was, but here's what's happening with Simone. Well, it's, so, it's, I just want to say if you are the first or the last to get your period, it's the worst situation in the world. Yeah. And if you're one of the hundred girls in the middle, it's, yeah, cool. So I was the first and it was fucking horrific. My best friend growing up was the first and she was 10. She was very, de- she developed very early. I was so jealous. But actually, I remember she told me that she got her period. And then I remember her being like, oh, actually, I didn't. I think it was just like diarrhea. And I remember telling my mom that she's like, Sarah, that's her period. Like it's sometimes it's brown. Like what, she took always, a shit out of her vagina. She, she was just like, I, she was afraid to tell her mom. Her mom wasn't that, you know, open. She was a working Aww. mom and there's a babysitter there, you know, she called me like, I think I just got my period. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I'm like, I like, asked my mom about it. And I was like, well, tell her to do this. Tell, you know, how great, you know, but she was young. It was not, it was like 10. I, I remember it so well. It was literally fifth grade. Yeah. And then she called back and she was like, I don't think so. I think I just like shit my pants. And I was like, okay, let me ask my mom. My mom was like, no, Sarah, like it's her period. <laughs> like Aww. she's developed and sometimes it's brown. And I was like, Ew. what an adorable case of wishful thinking. Like shitting my pants would be better than this. Shitting my pants would be better than getting That's my period hilarious. at age 10. Oh, maybe, I, so maybe I just shit my pants. I'm gonna, I'd rather tell everyone I shit myself than admit that I'm a woman now. Right. Like brand new <laughs> sentence. Optimistically, maybe I just shit my pants. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a cruel world. It's a cruel world, tweens. We feel you. It's terrible. I, I, w- I wouldn't trade it for getting a boner in public. Well, I always thought that would be difficult only because I do have that Leo Mercury. So I know I would just be popping up everywhere. But the way they could just tuck it into their, their pants band, they just took and lift it up and just have a hard dick running up the front like a zipper. Okay, so my school, my Catholic school, we are gym uniforms. The waistband was very loose and too stretchy, so the boys couldn't stick it up their waistband. Oh my god, I this really just uncovered a memory that I didn't Whoa. remember. So the boys would just be walking around with a full tent under the waistband, like Yo, just the Catholics on. love shame, like no hiding. Show us your boner. Right, like, <gasps> wouldn't you think that the first teacher who saw that would write to the principal and be like, yo, we got to get these kids some better waistbands because these boys are walking around at full mast. Where's the elastic? Where's the elastic? Right, so we would just, you would just have to walk around with your fucking boner. Maybe it was just their way of, I don't know, maybe creating some kind of equality, like everyone's uncomfortable now, or even flexing, like, watch out for the big dicks, you know? Like, I don't know. Either way, it definitely was like, probably very gender like like very gender separating i think yeah it's very like look at what a disgusting piece of shit you are 
Yeah, that's cool. You shouldn't have looked at the girls and now you have a boner. Right. So like we are really creating a lot of confusion from day one in the Catholic school system. We're going to address it. We could do merch for Catholic school boys with just really good elastic maybe. Right. This is the thing. This is where we're all coming from. Like we are all, and I feel like our generation is actually the first generation that's kind of like openly talking about how fucked up it is. Like no one ever told Simone Biles, like, Hey, your doctor shouldn't be doing that. And we are all just programmed. Like if the adults in the room are okay with it, then it's okay. And it's like, no, the adults in the room, they might've groomed you and they might've gotten into the room because they're fucking pervs. Well, that's that's what's so scary. I mean, it's why I do understand in large part, the mistrust of like the government and government systems, because like low key, when, when the, authorities have like left you hanging or fucked you or ignored you or made you feel like your voice didn't matter why would you believe anything they ever said you're not in a in a normal conversation at that point right especially the u.s government what does the u.s government do for anyone right right now but here's the thing about simone that's really interesting right twisties so simone's son is in pisces at 23 degrees Neptune, the planet that makes things really confusing and foggy and watery, it's sort of interdimensional, but it's also like cloudiness, is directly on her sun going retrograde. So for her to be having, for getting the twisties in midair is literally Neptune on the sun. Yeah, because it's Pisces, like, whoa. Pisces is already very twisty. Right, right. This is like, like the, when the monsoon water crashes into the ocean water and it's like a little bit messy, like, it's just this, freshwater, saltwater pond. It's like, that was a bad example. I know nothing about like monsoons at all, but like, you know, it's just like, the, the, it's like connecting of two major bodies of water that don't have any beginning or end and are, and, and Neptune's retrograde. So she actually feels really fucking confused and, and out of sorts. Also the South node in Sagittarius is inching towards her rising in Sagittarius with Pluto on her ascendant. So she really is here to, she is dramatic. She is powerful. She is showing us, she's literally living the embodiment of the South Node moving through her first house going, actually, we're changing the beliefs. You can say I'm not doing the Olympics today. So people don't know what South Node is. South Node is the thing you were born as and North Node is what you're moving towards. So she was- Karma versus Dharma. Explain what she was born as, people thinking she's doing, and then what she is moving towards. So her, her, well, this, but I get that next, but this is more, her, her rising is Sagittarius, right? Her moon is Gemini. Like I was saying before, the eclipses are on Sag and Gemini this year, right? So as the South Node, the past life is moving through Sagittarius, all of us, wherever Sagittarius is in your chart, is letting go of all those old Sag things, which is the truth with a capital T and our belief systems and, and the things that we know we know and actually we don't, right? So for her, this is, her identity is getting washed out. Then she has her moon in Gemini. The so North Node is pointing th- there. What she thought was her identity is getting washed out. Yep. Yep. And what we as a collective thought the identity of Olympic gymnast was, which would never be that you tap out. Right. We were like, and it, it really run, just- Run, Terry, run. You have a broken ankle, run. Right. It comes in Walk with out. like racism and sexism and classism. It's like, why is this young black woman who's got a Nike sponsorship- bowing out like our society up to this point has said women need to sacrifice their bodies for the greater good people born in the working class need to sacrifice their bodies for the greater good 
black people need to sacrifice their bodies for the greater good. And Simone has finally said no. And that is why we like, it's so huge. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And and it's also even more huge astrologically because her moon is in Gemini. Okay. What is our moon for everybody? Your moon is what makes you feel safe. It's what's really going on inside. So the North node is in in Gemini, pointing us towards the duality in in everywhere, in everybody's chart, they have Gemini. So you wanna look to the area in your chart where Gemini is, and if you have planets there or what house it's in, to go, oh, wait a second, where is there an other side of the story that I need to honor or pay attention to? So for Simone, actually inside her moon in Gemini, she was probably thinking about this for a long time. Should I, shouldn't I? Should I go out, should I stay in? Should I go to the Olympics, should I quit? Should I, am I being abused or is it, is it science? Like, like she, this duality, so what is happening is the North Node is pointing towards her inner comfort and going, hey, Simone, why don't you fucking just do the other thing that nobody expects you to do and tap the fuck out? No one ever, nobody does, nobody does that. It's unheard of. But actually she's yeah. living that North Node, Moon, Gemini purpose of the, that's not her North Node, but it's like right now, everything in the universe, the fate is calling her and all of us towards our Gemini house. And for her, it's her inner comfort. And it's what she needs to feel safe. And you know what? She said, I don't feel safe. I'm not safe. I have to make this big choice. And in fact, it's going to change the world. Now, here's my question. Can being an elite athlete and prioritizing your own comfort and safety even coexist unless you are a child of extreme privilege? Do you know what I'm saying? Look at the Olympics. So I'm in the UK, I'm watching the British coverage and every sport that I watch, they keep showing the British athletes and they're like these third and fourth and fifth rate (laughs) athletes. And I'm like, wow, I never fully appreciated, I would think about it, but never fully appreciated how like living in the US Olympics, my team was the winning team in almost every sport, every year. It comes down to US, China, Russia. What do those three countries have in common? Insane amount of output money-wise. Yeah. Turning money, like even though China is nominally communist, it's not really. The elites are like raking it in. Like these are superpowers and you don't get to be a world superpower if everyone in the country is comfortable. You only get to be a world superpower economically, in terms of sport, in terms of culture. Why is the US so dominant culturally? It's not because we're better artists than the rest of the world. It's because we fucking grind people's bones to make blockbuster films. Well, ultimately though, it's because the United States cares and it's, it's, it's open about it. The United States cares about businesses. It cares about business, period, more than it does about people. Yes. And this is- Business is who we take care of in this country. It's what we take care of, what we prioritize. Right. This is the fissure that's happening right now. It's like in the Olympics, you need to sacrifice your body every four years. Your body is no longer your own. It's your own in that you have to watch after it. You have to make it as strong as humanly possible. You have to control it, but you don't ever get to turn it off. So- What's going to happen next? Like, I think this is the end of, of, of an era. I mean, I think that this is another example of a tradition. I mean, look, I hope, I mean, I don't know what I hope. Will we even have another U.S. election astrologically? I'm not sure. 
That's I think scary. that I think that we are having this is astrologically. Do you hear the people sing? We've gone over this. It's the finale, and I think that in every area, whether it's the healthcare system or voter rights or you know just blatant you know cop cop violence, gun violence, all of it our systems and the things that we revere as like safe and normal and valuable and good, ultimately it's all about money and the people Aquarius aren't going to allow it to continue. I think this is one example of the beginning of what is a way larger, longer term revolution where we actually don't honor, um, we don't honor abuse anymore of any kind. So like, look at the UK, the UK is a place where it used to be a, this is controversial for me to say, used to be, used to be a world superpower, used to be the world superpower. Have you seen the TikToks where they name like the six countries that the UK didn't invade? There's literally only like a couple countries the UK didn't invade. Like the UK at one point was the biggest empire ever. And that fissure has already happened in the UK. There has already been that moment where People said, we're not going to grind our bones to make your bread. You know, obviously it's not a perfect society. There are still a lot of people living in poverty here, but it's a, it's a lot more egalitarian and more socialist than the U.S. And as a result, the rest of the world is not there yet. Mm -hmm. So the UK is falling behind in terms of global influence. So I don't think the US is going to allow this to happen. I don't, I think like what I could see happening is like next year, the US like Olympic committee or whatever says, we're going to do mental health screenings to make sure that you, and they're going to call it a mental health screening, but what it's really going to be is going to be a test that determines whether you're willing to put your entire body on the line and never quit because that's what the US is built on. Yeah, but this is different though because this wouldn't exist without that. Paris Hilton really played 4D chess this week with the pregnancy rumors that were released. Now she has revealed that she's not pregnant with a baby. She's pregnant with a cooking show on Netflix. And she's sliving. She's sliving. And her new show is called Cooking with Paris. Not even a good name. I mean, I've met Paris twice. Actually, yeah, I've met her... In real life twice, and I also, like, interviewed her over the phone. And I wasn't. Wait, you, you spoke to her? Yeah, I went to you her You said, apartment. hi, Paris, this is Molly. Tell me again, tell me again. I was in her apartment <gasps> for work. She invited people as a press junket. Everyone came to her apartment, which was such a boss move to just be like, I'm not leaving my apartment. You guys can come to me. Her apartment I mean, that's my shit. Days. That's my shit. She's really cool. She's really nice in real life. She's awesome, honestly. This was also like, I think if I met her during her sort of like 2000s reign of terror, it would have been a completely different story. But this was when, it was about five years ago. I think she was a bit more humbled. Uh, she was, it was a fragrance release and we did a couple things with her on camera. I interviewed her on camera, so I can send you the video. I have photos with her. Oh, it's sent, sent, it's sent. Yeah, and like, we didn't know what to expect, but whenever we were talking to her, like off camera, she was just really cool. Like, she was a down ass bitch. She was fucking cool and normal. And we were just like, wow, this is, she's great. I, I yeah. stand. 
Damn. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, she did do, okay. So then anybody doesn't know, right. There was a big pregnancy reveal and then it was a, no, we're not, I'm not pregnant, but it did bring us attention to her sort of basic cooking show, which is fine. Simple life too. Paris cooks. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Which also like, I want to see her interacting with the riffraff. I want to see her interacting with like people like me, but I also think, so her, she's an Aquarius. She's an Aquarius son. I know this because at Galore, we had horoscopes and this incredible artist. Her name is Mija. Horoscope Girl Summer. She, right. yes. Horoscope Girl Summer. She did these incredible celeb astrology illustrations. And one of her best ones was Paris as an Aquarius. And now that I think about it, it's like, of course, Paris is an Aquarius because she occupied this dumb blonde persona when that's not her she oh yeah fake voice she played yeah. us all she played all of us because she's air she is up yep. above well and more so her moon down. is in leo so she's like performing air what's in leo her moon wow so inside she's like i just want to perform but on the outside she's like i could be whoever that's so true. That's so And she's true. like sort of like removed from, and in a way, I mean, when you watch the, the documentary, you realize like, oh, she was kind of doing that to survive. Like, whoa, like she was, she didn't feel that she fit in. She had to work what she had in order to keep making money, which is her number one passion. Right. Because here's the thing about her. And this is also from Dara Lane's podcast, Lay Do You Remember This? She points out there are so many Hilton heirs the money is diluted. There's mm -hmm. not that much money. Like she actually did need to go out and work and make this like insane. Like her sister Nikki had to marry a Rothschild, which mm -hmm. is fucking crazy. Crazy. So, they do have the name, but they actually don't have that much money in a concrete way. And she gets it. Like they both get it. And I think that Kathy Hilton and Will, have you been watching this season of Beverly Hills? I almost, I wanted to ask you if it's worth watching because the clips are killing me. I'm seeing tons of Kathy everywhere. Yeah, so this is the thing. I think Kathy is actually pulling from the Paris playbook of pretending. Oh my God, I was going to ask you that because I'm like, because yeah. she's like she's crushing, but she's playing dummy, dumb, dumb. She's playing and dumb, like, sort of me. Yeah. Anyway, I think we can both agree, right, that this was a very well-placed, well-timed pregnancy rumor of I can be what you want to be, what you want me to be, so that I'll get the attention and then I'll bait and switch it to JK. It's my cooking show. That's what's going on. It's Aquarius. I want to say. It's Leo there's Moon. There's one more thing. Yes, yes. And there's one more thing. So when I saw the Paris pregnancy rumor, first thing I did, send it to you. Second thing. We, we sent back was not pregnant, LOL. But in the reading of whichever article it was that I read, she also, or maybe it was a, it was a interview, but she, she also touched on the Britney moment where Britney in court was like, and Paris said how she was abused. And I honestly didn't believe her. And Paris makes a masterful move, two masterful chess moves here. Not only did she bring the attention back to herself with the pregnancy, LOL, just kidding. It's a cooking show. Ah, but also she used it as a way, I think, to then say, oh, and by the way, Brittany and I are good. You guys misinterpreted what she said. What she was saying is that in the culture that we're from, we're taught not to believe when celebrity women are in pain. So Brittany wasn't saying, I don't believe Paris was abused. 
she was saying when I first heard that my, the kind of like you were saying, like my initial instinct with Simone was like, oh, mental health, right? Mm -hmm. Paris was saying that Brittany was saying that her first response was, oh, you're, you're not abused. I'm not abused. And it was actually like, no, I'm twisted up. Like yes. Brittany didn't believe Paris and Brittany didn't even believe her own experience of being abused. So and same as Simone, same as Simone, right? What a theme. We always have a theme. Wow. Wow. So deep. But like, really there is a theme here where like, this is a feminine awakening. And so not only is it cool to see each other having each other's backs, right? Women are having each other's backs being like, let me just speak for let me speak for, not speak for Brittany or speak for myself, but let me clarify what actually is going on here. But I think really bringing awareness to how hard we've been on women when they say anything and, and how normal it is. And, and now that we've said, oh yeah, that is what's going on. We can, we can actually walk it back and go, our bad. We're, we're listening. We're, even, even us as women, we're like, no, 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 no. Like rude. But she was saying, no, Brittany, for the record, Brittany did not say she did not believe my abuse. Brittany was saying that in the context of the way that the society has taught us to think, when she first heard my story coming out, she didn't believe it. That's what she was saying. Right. And that's the thing. That's why I'm so mad at myself for sort <gasps> no, of- No, there's no room for judgment, Molly. We're all no, going no, and learning. I'm not mad at pop. myself, but, but, but examining surprise, myself- Surprise, surprise. Examining, very good. Examining myself for the reason why I heard Simone Biles and then I only understood when I remembered the fact that she'd been abused. Because it's like, what if I didn't know that? What if the world didn't know that? Well, and wait, can you, can you tell the people what you found on our little break? Oh my God. She was it's really, no, this is not well, well reported. I should know this and I didn't. Molly, while I was coaching, Molly discovered something. Tell us, tell us. She was in foster care until she was six years old. She is, this, yeah, she didn't even come from an environment where it was like, go Simone, you're the best. Yeah, until she was adopted. Like, wow. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake, man. It just makes you want to fucking cry. Like, truly. Yeah. It's truly. Like it's really sad, but it's also life. And that's, then I don't mean that giving everybody way, so much. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. What were we saying? No, just to give everyone so much when you had such a rough life, right. and you don't have right. to be doing this. You don't have to be doing this, right? And ultimately, her legacy long term is going to be Virgo in nature. She's a Virgo midheaven, and it's opposite Neptune and her son, right? So she's going. I think what's going on is like even on the vault, she didn't feel at home. And that was a control method that she used to feel at home. Like we think it's like, wow, so vulnerable to be jumping on the balance beam and flipping on the vault, right? But actually for her, that kind of regimen and control gave her structure that made her feel safe. When she didn't feel safe on the vault, she felt really fucking unsafe. And this will be the beginning. I called Shikari, this is my new one. This will be, I'm not saying that, that, that Simone's going to be like Dr. Drew or Dr. Phil, but I do think that she is going to do something in the mental health field that is way deeper and more comprehensive than what we, because we're going mental health. What are you like depressed? What are you have anxiety? Are you bipolar? Like we're such assholes about like any diagnosis, right? And then we're like, well, we, mm. uh, we don't, it's actually they're a Gemini moon. It's like, no, she's going to bring us, she's going to bring attention to way deeper issues than we've ever even known how to talk about. None of the, none of the Epstein girls, they, yeah, they're all in the documentaries. They are telling their little story and they paint paintings, right? 
Simone is going to lead the way this for the people thing. to speak. Her Virgo in her chart is going to make her create a new framework. Yes, 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 exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. I yes, think, yes, yeah, yes. I think the issue is that people think Virgos are dedicated to following the existing rules. I do not think that's the case at all. My dad's a Virgo. He doesn't follow a single damn fucking rule. I couldn't get him to pick me up from school on time, man. Like, that's so funny. He is making his own rules all day, yeah. every day, and he's yeah. following them as if he's going to get the electric chair if he doesn't. <laughs> and that, Dude, is totally. a, that is Virgo, and it's so misunderstood. Well, right, because it's like, actually, it is mental health, and it is the body, but it's also like a righteous, feminine, sort of like editor boss, that if what you're seeing, like, this is, this is Simone's wake-up call. Like, this is the moment where she's going, oh, my God, I thought my life's work was to be a gymnast and an athlete, and it's not. Mm -hmm. My life's work is to experience the, the breadth of what I've experienced mentally and physically, and I'm going to reframe it for us so that long term, you can follow this structure if you need healing or if there's just like, like, I mean, what she's gone through from foster care to Nasser to the Olympics, to the Olympics and being where she's at now, like not only that Olympics, but this Olympics, it's like, whoa, poor kid. Oh my God. And I totally get where actually, I get where gymnastics was really safe for her because it was like, if I do this, then this will happen. If I and do people 10 pushups, I will get a little stronger, right? If I'm the best at this, then I will get those claps. She'll feel the love. And you know what? She doesn't, she doesn't. And she doesn't have herself because she's like, yo, I've been overcompensating for a lot of pain that I have not even been able to process because I've been so busy flipping for you motherfuckers. Oh God. Simone, we stand, we stand, we love you. You're going to be okay. Come on the pod. We'll send your bucket I really, hat. I just can't even deal with like- I love her. Thinking about this and thinking about- It's so about painful. I love her so much. I really- no, I do think though, if you're going to go through a ton, I think it's very cool to have some gold medals before you have a meltdown. So I really also think she's done this very, very well. And she's still got the individuals. And even if she- Oh, she'll crush. Oh, she, she, right. Maybe she'll back out. Do you, okay, prediction. Do you think she'll back out or do you think she'll show up? I think she'll show up because she's fought this far. Like to be a fucking foster kid that becomes the best gymnast in the world. Like, that's insane. That's a fucking fighter. And like- Yeah, man. I don't know. But also then at the same time, I do think with that Virgo in her chart, she is making her own rules. It's anyone's guess whether she's going to do it. Yeah, and whether she it, does yeah. it or not, she's still the goat and she's still gotten done more than anyone in this world. Like every day I sit in my house and I'm like, who the fuck am I? How the fuck <laughs> do I get to like eat every day like fuck me you know what i mean and like she's not only had to fight for fucking getting out of foster care and getting adopted she's also the best athlete in the world insane Uh, and i think if simone said said you know what i'm choosing myself instead of this it would be as brave as showing up and competing again yeah i agree now everyone come to the next moon you all where we're gonna Gonna be great deep dive lilith and leo And, and gotta um buy some fucking merch, bros. Buy the merch. Great and here's, merch. Here's Horse Girl in full. Oh, yes! My favorite song. You've heard of good girls. Yeah. 
bad girls, Damn. mean girls. I'm not like the other girls. No. I'm a horse girl. Some girls like boys, some girls like Barbie. Show me a pony, I'll show you a party. Party in the pasture, party in the barn. Hey, it's for horses, hey, it's for cows. You're not into ponies, shut your mouth. You like equine arts, then we should pal up. I'll chase you on the schoolyard at a gallop. I'm a horse girl, bitch. Thinking about, thinking about my horse. Thinking about, thinking about my horse. Riding on, riding on my horse. Thinking about, thinking about that horse. Jumpers and a light blue blouse. There's some horse girls in this house. Some girls wear sneakers, I wear boots. Yeah, they're caked with horsey poop. Don't join school clubs, I'm at the stables. Shoveling hay as long as I'm able. Air dry my hair, French braids. If you nasty, my horse ain't slow. He's really fasty. Whoa! I'm a horse girl. Thinking about, thinking about my horse. Bella Hadid. Thinking about, thinking about my horse. Kendall Jenner. Riding on, riding on my horse. Thinking about, thinking about that horse. Stallion, Pinto, Palomino, Mika Bio. Es mi mejor amigo. Mustang, thoroughbred, black, beauty, mon cheval, c'est mon meilleur ami. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns